Welcome to the weekly recap, 29th of May, baby. Oh yeah, big show. Let's recap the week and some huge news coming up on the other side of me telling you to bounce that pill. It is my great pleasure right here to announce something very, very cool. Mm. Today's episode is brought to you by Nike. That's right, folks. This show is sponsored by Nike. Mm. Now, good news and bad news, right? Yep. The bad news is we're not sponsored by Nike at all, yep. and I've just made that up entirely. Correct, yeah. The good news is that's, what, that's the kind of intro that your brand could have on this podcast if you decide to sponsor it. Yeah. Because I'm bringing you the end of round 10 and we're still no sponsors. <laughs> I had one inquiry. We can't feed your baby. We can't feed your baby on podcasts, Tom. No, it doesn't eat podcasts. It eats milk and chicken. Well, if any milk or chicken, any farmers out there who want to sponsor the podcast. Yeah. Today's footy podcast brought to you by Farmer Joe. Yeah. He's giving Atlas chicken and milk. Chicken and by and the milk. way, you need more than chicken and milk for a child. You know that, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I'm being overly simplistic. Okay, you've called me out. He has avocado. He has yogurt. He has little crackers. He has bread. He he's loves got, pizza dough. He's got like infection? Yeah, he's got eczema bad. So you've got to give him, what is it? Is he all right? He, you know, he, he flares up is what I would say. Yeah, I flare up. And then the problem is it was sort of around his asshole, and then he ended up getting a bit of a fungal situation. We're here to talk there. about baby's assholes, Tom. And We're yeah. here to talk about the footy. And a lot of a lot of times people do get nappy rash, so the doctor was just like, it's nappy rash. And it turned out to be fungal, so that pissed us off a bit because he was in quite a bit of pain around his asshole, Brad. Would you say, We're not here to talk about baby's assholes, Tom. We're <laughs> just talking about Nike sponsoring us, Tom. We can't, Tom. Come oh, talk God, about no. Babies. All right, listen. Mm. What a big week in footy. It was did a someone huge say week. upsets? Yeah, did you watch it? Let's just start off with your tips. That's what did you get? We're going, <laughs> oh, my tips. Okay, well, I haven't got that up. <laughs> you must have got seven or eight, right? Well, the worry early on, I thought I must be on a win, uh, on a run here. But yeah. the truth of my tipping is that if I am, I'm tipping the same as you, so it ends up that I got three. All right. I thought you would have got much more. Yeah, I got three, which is high for me. Yes, but. Yeah, you would have thought with you tipping the upsets. So does that just show that you're actually you're really really bad at tipping? Yeah, no. Even when <laughs> well, I'm still, I, I've dropped even further. I'm a three hundred at a three hundred sixteen five five three. I'm three hundred sixteen four eight nine. Oh, you're so close. So that I'm getting closer. You're top twenty. No, no four eight nine five five sixty. Top sixty. Okay, that's good. or something like that. Let's just hope. Let's not engage with the maths <laughs> too much. And move on. Look, yeah. it was an awesome week of football. Mm -hmm. So I figured let's just crack into it. Crack, hit that sting. Tom hit the, Tom hit the table to sort of signify where he'll put a sting. <laughs> yeah. Um, he might even leave that in. We'll see. <laughs> I have ranked, I've gone through, uh, and I haven't included today's games in this. So I was going to say, I just want to start with the games that excited me the most over the weekend. I'm sure. starting with the one that excited me the absolute most. Yeah. A game... That Tom was watching, I saw on the chat, in the message chat, he said, 10 minutes in, I've switched it off. Yeah. And I said, you are a fool. This is the Suns versus Bulldogs on Larrakia country in beautiful Darwin mm. between the Suns and the Doggies. The Suns, as I predicted on the tipping last Thursday, these were statement games that they needed to win. And it was, in my opinion, the best the Suns have played in the time that I've watched them. Mm. They not only like looked like an actual football team who played in the AFL, mm. they looked scary and aggressive and awesome, and I'm so excited. I love this Suns team. Can I talk about a guy called Matt Rao? Mm. Are you familiar with Matt Rao? Yep, eats grass. Eats grass. Engages his five senses before he plays. Exactly. He he, he went on air and said that. Mm -hmm. We talked about it weeks ago. We talked about the five senses being sense. Uh, wait, sense is not one of the I'm not going to do this again. I'm not going to do Touch, it again. Touch, smell, sight, hearing. Don't. He's gesturing at his ears and nose. You didn't, I didn't say smell. Yeah, he did. Oh. He didn't do taste. Well, I'll start again. Touch, sight. Smell. Yeah. Hear. Yeah. 
taste. Correct. Well done. Ben. And and he sees dead grass. <laughs> yeah, he does. But he was so 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 good. He's the best player in the world and always has been. <laughs> Even before he was playing, he was the best player to ever played. I love Matt Rao so much. He's so big. He tackles. He's the what well, is the leading tackle getter in the AFL. I'm not sure about that particular stat, but he certainly would be on the Suns. That's pretty pretty much his game, isn't it? He's the best. He's so good at tackling. I reckon Stewie Jew's gone to him. Look, you're coming off an injury because he came off quite. A, he's come off quite a few severe injuries, mm-hmm. and the vibe I get is that he's been carrying things a little bit, but they've brought him back. Like he hasn't been his absolute best for a while. Yeah, but he is starting. I, I, and I'm, I, it looks like Stuart Jew just said to him, "Your game is get in there, get the ball out, and if not, tackle hard." Well, he was actually given the ta- like a, a legit tagging role a few weeks as well, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is, yeah, just, just stay get, with get, it. Just get in there. You're more valuable to us at 80% than, than playing in whatever, in the VFL, which yeah. is where they play. Um, and uh, by golly, he was so good this game. Do you know how many disposals he got? Uh, no. Have a guess. I think probably 30. 30? He kicked a ripper goal. See, this is what you've got to learn, Tom. It's not all about disposals, Tom. No, it isn't. He, while I look it up on my phone, he had 29 disposals Sorry, and one. Bang on. <laughs> and and one goal. And he was the and, but the seven tackles is is where it's at. And let's look up the the leader in the tackles. And he's so cool. And he brings he flies the flag for the Rang. Mm. And I love a Rang because I am Rang. Yeah. And if you lived through the early 2000s when the word Ranger was coined, you know, he did something special for the Rangs that night, and it was awesome, awesome, awesome. He's he, winning the tackles by 16 tackles, so he's well, averaging nine a game, which is quite phenomenal. Holy guacamole. Yeah. What's also really cool about him, he's, he's not the fastest player, is he? No, he's quite slow, to be honest. I said this to you on the chat as it was happening. Mm. He's always running after someone, but he's not fast enough to catch him. Yeah. But what... I love seeing as he's always in shot trying to get people. And it's like a dog chasing a car. He's never going to get it, but it shows such urgency. Mm. Man, I love him. Another person I loved. You can talk about your team as well, Tom. I don't want to overtake the Suns for you, but I'm just so excited about them. And I want to reinvigorate you because mm. would it be fair to say you're a bit of a pessimist about the Suns at the moment? Yeah, to be honest, they've made the Malakas. Uh, spoiler warning. Um, See, because even this made me feel even more negative about them. To be honest, you've put the Malaka, you've put them on a Malaka thing, yeah. despite the fact they've had an incredible game. Yes, correct. See, I'm mad. I'm mad about this. I want to also talk about Max King. Oh yeah, coming off injuries, he looked incredible. Mm. When you with big full forwards, the difference between the good ones and the bad ones is not the ones who kick the goals, mm-hmm. not the ones who take the marks. It's the ones that when they don't take the marks and aren't kicking the goals are doing second and third efforts. Mm-hmm. And he was doing, every time the ball was on the ground, this nine foot five man was going for the ball and showed huge effort. And it's sick. He's as good as his brother. And you got him for a bargain a little bit later. Oh, you're talking about Ben. Right. I, I thought you were talking about oh, no. Max. Oh, and I was like, no. okay, we've moved on to Saints. Great. Oh, no. And I was just thinking we were talking about Saints. No, good. Ben King, yes. Yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. Everything I just said, but about the other yeah, one. Yeah, no, no. That's that's a fair and oh, acceptable no. mistake to make. They're going to have a field day. <laughs> no, I just thought we'd moved on. I was like, okay, St. Kilda. Okay. Ben King. Game plan isn't as good as what we thought. Okay. All right. Oh. No, anyway, Ben's great. Next one. I want to talk. Who's that guy, the other one? Nick Holman. Is that Lukosius? his Naholman whose mother passed away and he yeah, had correct. an incredible game. Yes, that he's was, always very good, but yes, yes. He's so good. And I love the mullet. He Charlie Ballard. So good. Charlie Ballard. Lukosius got five goals. Some of them easy, but who cares? Take who him cares? where you can get yeah. him. 100%. So good. And then the back line, same as always, just the ball, Bulldogs were bombing it in constantly mm-hmm. and they were just holding strong the whole game and they were rebounding really nice. It was really nice to see a team with its shit together. We'll talk about the demons later. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I'm really excited about them. I, I have one question for you about the Suns. Shoot. Do you subscribe? I subscribe to this notion. I want your opinion that it's a bit. It's a little bit of a worry that we 100,000% look better without Tuke Miller and without that other great player that we have who's injured. Gary Ablett Jr. <laughs> no, who would we get from Frio for pick two? Controversial. Navuela. Yeah. His brother. Lock- well, you think it's bad that you're good without players who are injured? I think there's something... This is what we were talking about with the Tassie team a few weeks ago. There's something to be said about forget the A grader, bring in the guts player who gives AF. No, I think you're in a great position. I think you'll have those players back. 
and I think they'll they'll make you better. It's very simple football. Football's a game of confidence. It's mm. 50% confidence. Look at the list of Collingwood. Look at the way they play. Yeah, they look play at the above list. their list. For look sure. at the list. Look at the confidence. They're run above the ground, as they mm. say. Yeah. They're on top of the ground, running in the air. So you think if if Tuke and, and uh, Lockie come back, it's just going to improve the team? You'll be you'll be attending a grand final where they win. <laughs> is is I don't want to speak too far, but love them sunnies. Mm. Love them sunnies. They've uh, the other person I wanted to talk about was a man who I want to sort of give a spotlight to because I don't believe he's talked about a nutch. Sure. A nutch. A nutch. <laughs> in a nutshell. In nutch. Yeah. He's not talked about a nutch. <laughs> His name is Marcus Bontempelli. Mm. Now, this young Italian heritage Bulldogs player, uh, when you watch him and you're going for the other team, which I was, mm-hmm. son's of me second team, he's incredible. Yeah, he's really good. He doesn't make a mistake. Every time he gets the ball, he's one of those players, same as Dusty and same as Danger. They don't get tackled. When they get tackled, it's a huge moment for the other team because yeah. it's like he's he can he bleeds. Yeah. He's real. Yeah. Um, do you know the Lee Matthews story in the grand final with the no. Bombers? The Bombers in 2001 mm-hmm. dropped one game. Yes, I remember. Yes, that's just the last game oh, of the year too. Round I'm 23, getting stats I think. wrong. I think they dropped one game in 2000, but they looked unstoppable yeah, right. in 2001. Yeah. And Brisbane's approach that whole year, because Bombers looked like they were going to be the unstoppable force for a really long time. Yeah, for a very long time, sure. Um, they met Lee Matthews with this unproven Brisbane team who were still in its infancy. The Brisbane Lions as a football club were still very much in their infancy. John O'Brien was like 19 or something, right? Michael Voss had had this awful run in the early 90s where he was this injury-laden superstar who could Mm. never get it going. And then they just started to get moving right. And then he said to the team, if it bleeds, you can kill it, which is a a quote from Predator. Yeah, right. Um, If it bleeds... You can kill it, and that's what they did in the bomb. And that's what Three Hundred, the movie, is all about as well. Yeah, They're showing that the God King can bleed. It's about that. It's also about how um, lots of um, good defense wins you games because, see, a thousand Persians, right? They yeah. just they're just forced with no skill, right? But three hundred Spartans, yeah, they hold their shields real good. Yeah, that scene. I remember when I watched that, and I was like. What, 15, 16? Somewhere, yeah. And you're like, this movie sucks. You're watching the first 30 minutes, you're like, this actually is the worst piece of shit I've ever yeah. seen. You watch, And it's like long sex scene, but it's all weird. It's all Zack snyder it's yeah. slow motion. And it's all in this weird grade. Kicks one guy into a hole. You're like, this is so slow and <laughs> what's going on? And then all of a sudden they go to war. Yeah. And when they, that moment when they hit him and they say, well, I'm, I'm probably getting the quotes in the wrong places, but they said, give them nothing but mm. take everything from them and all those kind of mo- and that moment where they lock in and then kill them yeah so good isn't it <laughs> you can tell a lot every footy player would have loved that movie oh yeah I love that movie unashamedly and love that movie oh, so good why are we talking about 300 because defence and defense. to kill a god oh, king when you, that was at the end of the game when you tackled Bond when the yeah. Suns tackled Bond it was like ball game yeah uh, but he is incredible. He's just so cool to watch. And he's second runner-up in the most tackles this year so far. Wow. So he, he has the effort the other way as well. What an absolute star. He's a silent star as well. Yeah. He doesn't talk that much. No. What a superstar. I want to talk about... We talked about it a little bit last week. I'm just going to be open and true. Mm-hmm. The Channel 7 commentators, for some reason that I don't understand... We're supporting the Western Bulldogs. In a you, big way. You don't disagree. You might disagree with me, listener, but you are wrong. The The difference between the Bulldogs kicking inside 50 to the Suns kicking incredible goals mm. was the hugest cadence of energy and passion you'll ever hear in any media. When there was a moment when who kicked that goal, that snap that then Lukosius kicked it through like a soccer who like, was that? Was like Bailey Humphrey also had his superstar. That goal was an there. amazing goal. Yeah. There were some incredible goals from the Suns. Amazing. When he kicked that goal, the Channel Seven commentators sounded like they'd just seen their dog run over by an ambulance that had their nana inside. Mm-hmm. They were so upset. A hundred percent. I wrote down a couple of them, Brent. Don't write. Don't say names. No. 
Oh, you're writing down moments. Moments. See, this is where this podcast gets you. We're preparing shit to say. Yeah. So I wanted to draw two. This is after you turn the game back on, by so the way. So we were ahead by... Oh, yeah. So let, let me justify that for a second. I had my brother-in-law over who's a... Uh, Who's a Essendon supporter? So we were flicking between, and when the Suns were, we came out awfully. I think it was twenty-five to two. I was like, okay, we can watch Essendon now. No. <laughs> we can watch. Essendon. But then, when did you turn back? Um, once you text me, I think. Yeah, great. But I still flicked back to Essendon. A they couple of times. they kicked the the doggies kicked the first like four goals, mm. and then you guys kicked back to like equal them. I think, or at least behind by a goal. And the seven guys were like, "Oh, we're so sad." So about literally, this. King. Kicked an awesome goal mm-hmm. to put us up maybe like 12, yeah? So yeah. still in the heat of the game. Yeah. The commentator said this. Now King. Now King. That was his response. And then it went to an ad. Now King. And then the other one that was crazy was there was a giant tackle. Mm-hmm. It might have been the bunt tackle even. Gone. Gone. Yeah, they were... They. I don't know why. I think the instance... You maybe go... Most people watching this tonight will be Bulldogs fans, so let's make it a great show of the Bulldogs. And the sure. whole time I was like, maybe the Bulldogs will come back. Maybe the Bulldogs will start playing well here. These Suns, because Suns have no fans, maybe we should make it a, a show for the Bulldogs fans sure. tonight. But everyone's second team is Gold Coast. No one's turning on Saturday Night Football and going, I hope the Suns lose. Everyone yeah. wants to see them win. Um and it was just, it was really frustrating and, and annoying. And everyone I was talking to was going, why do they hate the sun so much? Yeah. The story of the night for me watching the game was, holy hell, this young team who have so much talent are finally clicking into gear. Mm-hmm. And when they do look incredible, they are awesome. Yeah. And that should have been the story. And it was such a bummer. And everyone knows how it feels to be watching a game. And clearly the commentators are gone for the other team. So that sucks. Yeah, I never, I'd never felt this bad though. Honestly, I've been there when I've, Hated Collingwood and BT's clearly barracking for Collingwood. Yeah. But it's never been as blatant and as brutal as that on Saturday night for me. Let me tell you something about the Suns, Tom. All right, let's hear it. You are one game out of the eight. Yep. I'm I'm acutely aware of that. So I just want to put that out there. I want to put that on the mantelpiece, on the the Nike mantelpiece, who are our sponsors. (laughs) Uh, I I could say even perhaps if we had a bother to show up against Frio in Adelaide and gather around that maybe we'd be seventh in the ladder, bro. Save it for you, Malakas. Hmm. And the doggies, doggies are six, mate. You beat the sixth team on the ladder. Yeah. And they were even top four before. We smacked them one. Yeah, right. See, Tom's got the energy tonight. <laughs> Tom's got the energy. So that's the f- game one down. All right. We'll talk about th- the next game is what will fill the radio airwaves for the next four to five days. Yeah. Carlton lost to the Sydney Swans at the SCG. Mm-hmm. Carlton, who last year should have been in the finals yeah but capitulated at the end of the year mm-hmm. lost to the swans who are profoundly out of form yeah. and probably won't play finals no i wouldn't imagine so at this point if you're carlton what do you do now you have a brand new coach you have a list who are in the age group that you have to stay with them mm-hmm. you can't rebuild you're just learning that outside of about four or five superstar players, there's a bunch of players that you paid way too much money for. Yep. Chera at the moment, don't know what, what don't know, mm-hmm. but he's not worth, he's not worth it. Yep. Um, who else? Who are some? Well, like, I mean like Zach Williams is one that they're desperately missing, but obviously that's an injury, so that's a little different. Yeah. Um, probably Saad was not up to it. Yep. Weedering is like borderline getting ready to be dropped. Like yeah. I, I, I rate these players very highly, by the way. These are like yeah. all Australian players for me. They're just not playing. And like the it. elephant in the room is Mackay. Mackay needs to be dropped. And Cripps is borderline as well. I feel bad for Mackay because he's very obvious what he's doing wrong. And it's less obvious what a lot of other players aren't doing right. Yeah. yeah. But that is so bad. Yeah. He's can't kick a f- goal it's, in, it's, in foot. his job is to kick goals and he can't kick goals a lot of comparisons to Ben Simmons flying around on Twitter and stuff like it all being mental and yes, this yeah. could only how does it get better it can it feels <laughs> like it could only get worse you, you know? know you know there's big problems it happens every year when a, when a player gets the yips when they start going get Fev down <laughs> yeah, or get know, Matthew right? Lloyd down yeah. like like that's gonna fix anything so so my to answer your original question of what do you do, Broden, my understanding is, and hey, I'm no expert, 
Mm-hmm. I'm no deep digger here. Mm-hmm. But it is my understanding that they have excellent players in the VFL who are playing excellently. Yeah. Paddy Dow is averaging 12 clearances a week in the VFL or something. Yeah. So my only suggestion is blow it up. Blow Drop, it up. Drops... 10 players this week. Well, now that's the case. If you're not going to play finals or it looks like you're not going to play finals, what do you do from here? Drop Chera for Dow. Drop Weedering for Jack Silvani, even though he's half the size of him. You know, like just Oof. blow it up and show them that, hey, if, you know, that's one of the options you could do. The thing I heard a lot was that the coach, Michael Voss, who is not allowing the stars to play like stars. Okay, what does that mean? It means that you win games with your stars, right? You win. So you creeps, Walshers, Walsh, Cripps, let them go. From, but then maybe people like Saad, you know? Yeah. Unleash Saad, unleash Chera. Yeah, that, I, I heard David King suggest that Saad's been asked to defend too much. Where yeah. That's not what he is. He's a rebounder. It's interesting. If if their list, it's... it's <laughs> Well, their, list on pa- their list on paper is still one of the best in the AFL, and I'm I'm pretty. I, I would argue you can't that. rebuild. It's it, they're in such a bad position. It's incredible yeah. that this has happened, and I feel so bad for them. Can they play finals? No, no. It's like because it's become mental. They would. It wasn't just a bad luck. Like with the Tigers before this week, I was like, they can still play it because they they've still got. All the star power, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. There's like 12 more games to play for the year yeah. for each team. They've won four, eight, 12, 16, 20. What are they won? Five or something? I like think that? mathematically they absolutely half. could, Braden, but I think it's just like mentally there's just no way, right? Yeah, four, eight, 12, 16. They've won four and a half games. Yeah. So they would need to win like another 10 yeah, to probably. guarantee playing. To in gar- the yeah, yeah. 10 yeah. out of 12, nine yeah. out of 12. Yeah. How do you feel about Carlton winning nine out of 12 from here? I, I can't see them winning again. Like, I won't tip them again. Yeah. That's where we're at with them because, and like I said, it's hard to, I don't know if I'm articulating myself well, but it's become nothing to do with the skill or the coaching or anything. It's become a mental fortitude thing. Speaking of teams and can they play the finals, Swans have won five games. Technically, like the Suns, they are one game off Mm -hmm. playing in the the finals. Will they play the finals? I I don't think so. Uh, I mean, the list and the talent's clearly there. They made a grand final last year, but it doesn't feel that way at the moment. I don't know why. They don't have the confidence. No, I don't. Something's weird there. Something it's, weird. it's probably the same thing as Carlton, isn't it? Mental. Yeah. Mental. Far out, Brussels sprout. Mm. Um, the next game, which was, I think, uh, low-key, another great game. Saturday was an incredible game of, yeah. if you're a football fan. Yeah. A, a week, an incredible day if you're a football fan. Mm. Giants v. Cats. Giants have mm. now won the last three games that have played at Cadinia Park. Mm. So every time they go down there, no one wins down there. Well, what's our from- motto here at the football with Broden Kelly? Uh, keep it in your pants. <laughs> I believe our motto is no danger, no cats. Yeah, that's what and you we're say. We're strong on it and it works every time. And he's not going to play next week, apparently. Really? He was pushing. I saw him being interviewed. He was like, I'll be back. I'll be back. I'll be right. back. He wants and the, to come back. And the big talk is they're one game off the bye and yeah, they don't right. want to bring him back. Yeah, early. what's the point? Yeah, 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 totally. So no danger, no cats. And they would need to win something like eight out of 12. To make the top four or just to make to the make top the, eight? To make the finals. Oh, right. Oh, because they lost all those at the start, didn't they? That's right. Yeah, right. That's so there's, there's a very, very good chance the reigning premiers don't come back. So, yeah, the two grand finalists don't make the eight this year's uh, yeah. possibility. That's crazy. What does that say? I don't know what it says. I'm not paid enough. I'm not paid anything. I think it's got something to do with the soft cap for me. Can we call out who... Okay. This is an easy one. Yeah. A player who, if they were played anywhere in Victoria or Adelaide mm. or Perth, would be the biggest name in the sport. Toby Green. 100%. Yeah. He's so good at football. Yeah. He's not tall. No. He's not fast. No, he's not a bit fast. Yeah, he sort of gets around. He's right. just skilled as all hell. He's so good. And Toby has Green. a determination and a football IQ. Yeah. It's one of the things I often underrate is the football IQ. It's the, that that thing you can't put a, a, a finger on. Can you, you imagine know? if he was the captain of Collingwood? Or <laughs> yeah, Cal- or I, the, I or, could. Or he, he would fit perfectly as the captain of Collingwood. Yeah, just this like monster who you hate so much and just kicks your ass every time you play them. Yeah. But I love that he stayed in GWS because we here are AFL futurists here yes. in that we want to build... A global game. Yeah. And uh, Toby Green. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I love the Giants this year. I really like how they look. I know they're not a rebuild. They're like a adjust and an attack. Yeah, I, I, I've been pretty strong on them. I don't know. 
where I put them in the ladder at the start of the year, but I feel like I may have put them in the eight. I I, I was fairly strong on them, and then some of the performances early in the year made me drop off them. But good job, Giants. Very strong. Cat Cat Empire. Uh, go Giants. Go Giants. Super Saturday, another game that just kept, uh, just the game the, the, on the day that kept giving. Yeah. Hawthorne kicked what the last six goals or something against the Sainters. Yeah. And we were too scared. We both felt like this was going to happen, but we were too scared to back it in. I saw Anthony Limo. Yeah. I saw Limo, yeah. who's a, a noted Hawthorne supporter. And yeah. I said, I said to him on like Wednesday, yeah. I said, I, what I said on this podcast, which was, you have been played into form yeah. by the Waffle team yeah. in the West Coast Eagles. You beat them by 4 million points. Yeah. You are going to be in form and you're going to beat the Saints. And yeah. they absolutely... Like, that's a career building. This is, I'm Sam Mitchell's second year. Yeah. Follow me. This is what this team's about. But also the other thing we said, which is the Saints have been worked out and they probably won't make the eight from here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no, Saints, I think they, they, I don't think there's any way they missed the eight. Well, I mean, they've lost three on the trot now, right? Aren't they top Since four? Since they were figured out, I think they've lost every game. Okay, so they're fifth, but equal fifth with the Doggies and Ds. Yeah. I, th- I think they lose every game from here. I'd have to look at the run home. They mm. lose every game. It's uh, I'm just buying into what you put in my head, which is teams come in. Oh, this is weird. Oh, yeah. what are they doing? I don't, we don't know how to combat that. Six rounds in, they start losing every single game because people are like, oh, you do this against them. Well, they've got a little secret weapon you're not prepared for, Tom. Which is? Ben King. <laughs> <laughs> he would play, Max King played very well. Yeah, no, Max King's a superstar yeah. as well. I love the King brothers. Yeah. Do you know they look quite similar? Yeah, twins even. Yeah. No, they are twins. Tom. And they both had ACLs now as well. One went at 18, one went at 23. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, let's let's quickly look at how, who the Saints have got from here. Yeah, right. Swans next week. That is a W for them, so Rip. they... <laughs> Yeah, you turned it around. <laughs> <laughs> Big W. Um, Richmond. That's an L. Okay. Uh, Brisbane. L. Eagles. Win. W. D's. W. <laughs> w. Sons. That's Ah, an L. you're conflicted. No, 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 but that's that. We're going to that one, The aren't we? Battle of Kings. Is that the one we're going to? No, H- we already it's went to It's at HBS. We already went to Where that Where is one. HBS? That's Heritage Bank Stadium. Uh, oh, of course. That's Heritage Bank Stadium, bro. Oh, that's where all those wings were. <laughs> yeah. And then you uh, North, Hawthorne. they got North and Hawthorne again. They've got uh, Carlton, Richmond, Cats. They'll win heaps, man. Yeah, they'll win four or five of those at least. But yeah, I, I think they'll lose every game from here. James Sicily, captain of Hawthorne. Yeah. 43 disposals. And I don't know if you saw, but he has been suspended, which is a shame. What do you do? He uh, knocks someone in the head. That'll do it. Yeah, in the goal square. But yeah, he, but I think a, a world record for intercept marks, 22. So he's really good. He's phenomenal, yeah. Far out. That's all I've got to say about him. Yeah. Seven win Saints, and I reckon they'll get into the finals just. Yeah. Number five game on my games of the week. <laughs> yep. It's between Nam and Wolvialup. Yep. I was invited to the Foxtel corporate box. Yeah, tell me about this. How did you get there? I uh, just threw friends. Yeah, right. Um, you got a lot of friends. Mate. I had to keep my mouth shut about KO. <laughs> the whole time I was there. But I was actually in a circle of people talking about how shit. <laughs> and we're talking about the issue. And everyone had fair and valid reasons. Things yeah, right. like, uh, why do you have to scroll down to get to just the channel as opposed to clicking on the game? So you watch a pre-game. Yeah. And then as it's about to start, this it stops the... Yeah. You have to click again and go yeah. and open the actual game. And some of the many other problems the app has. But uh, I don't know. I was just in there. And it was the, it was awful. Yeah. But I'm telling you now, we're washed, mate. We're done. I have the D's are done. You know, I adore a couple of people. I, you know, I adore the Melbourne Football Club, and I adore some of your players. Mm. But can I tell you what I'm a little bit fed up with with Melbourne? Yes. Coming out after that sort of game and saying, "Now nah, we'll be right." Oh, don't we'll be tell. right. Oh. Like it's really quite frustrating. Can I give you my quote of the week? Yeah, my quote. Of Is the this week. the quote that I had in my head and I've been didn't no, want to say it? <laughs> you wouldn't have seen what I've seen. Okay, great. So I sat down with a f-ing notepad almost. Yeah. Be there. And because we're gonna get Nike. Yeah. Listening to Simon Goodman. Now, when Simon Goodman does press conferences, 
His goal is to put you to sleep so that you don't listen to what he's talking about. Yeah. He doesn't want to ever cut through in media. He no. doesn't want it to be about him. No. He wants to... You know, I don't exist, yeah. which is an interesting tact because you don't want to be... There's other coaches who go out and, you know, bring heat or want to be out there. Chris Scott, I don't know if you've noticed, he likes to be on television. Yeah. Um, but Goodwin, no interest and yeah. wants to bore you to sleep. He will say... This is a quote from him on like, why are you shit? Yeah. He said, and the quote is... We want to be a team that wins. Yeah. We want to be a team that wins. Mm. What are you talking about, man? Yeah. Stop doing the same shit. You've been doing the same shit. As it stands, as it stands in your coaching reign, you have had one half of a good season. Change the shit up. They know what you're doing. Yeah. They know what you're doing, man. You want to kick it to Gorn or Grundy. And then they will get spoiled because they know you're kicking to them and they will they will rove off it and kick it back in. And yes, I know the back line is good. I know the back line is good, mm. Simon. But they're very tired because you're letting the opposition kick the f- ball in there every time they get an opportunity to do so. Clearances are really important. Mm. We have the five best f- midfielders in the AFL. Let them win the ball. Sorry, that's going to peek out a lot. I'm really sorry. I think it's all right, actually. I don't think it went too hard. We've got the compressor down here. Yeah, bring it down in the mix or whatever. But I'm I'm so upset because the Mm. main thing for me and all Melbourne fans watching might disagree with what they think the problems are. But here's the truth of it. We have potentially one of the... We have... We all thought we have a, a list that rivals the best teams to, to play. Yeah. The Richmond of the Richmond era, the mm-hmm. Hawthorne of the Hawthorne era. Yeah. And through lazy, stubborn coaching, we're li- missing out on a dynasty. And yep. unless something dramatic changes and this blase, we're chill, it's all good approach doesn't change, we're just going to have another year. We'll play finals. We might win one and then drop out one and then yep. that'll be it. And I'm forever grateful for that one flag. I got to see one. I'm so happy for that. But this is so frustrating to watch because it's like when you're not used to direct musicals. When you see a kid with potential who doesn't fulfill their potential, Mm. it's worse. Yeah. Because there's so many people who wish they were in their position. How North would dream of being in the position we're in. Hawthorne, St. Kilda, all the people in the bottom. Sons. Yeah. It's just heartbreaking. On the other, do you want to say something about them? I, I would just like to say that the only thing is, and, and you watch them a lot closer than mine is, so you might put this to bed. But I'm starting to worry that the that the defense, the back line is the best in the competition, the midfield is the best in the competition, but the forward line is seriously lacking a, a key player or yeah. something in there. They consider it like the ninth problem, I think, the forward line. Yeah, right. They're like, but we got we got the midfield, we got the intercept mark, we got this, we got that. Um, so they but, go, we'll just but, keep. Yeah. So their whole plan, right? The mm. whole plan of the Melbourne Football Club or numb from where you're coming from is we're so good at the defense that we'll catch you on the rebound. Yeah. We'll catch you on the rebound. And we'll so. bomb it into the forward 50 so many times that eventually we'll score, yeah. right? And the big issue is they haven't got a key forward who you can rely on to kick. Because when you won that premiership, like Tom McDonald and Ben Brown were up and about, right? Yeah, but it was more about Bailey Fritch, really. Yeah, because Fritch is still there and still awesome, but it feels like outside of him, we're, we're lacking a bit. The, the reason they blamed on the weekend was kicking efficiency or kitten, which is just give me a... Yeah, that's so. That, no, that's awful. That's not true. Uh, Wally Lip, on the other hand, uh, good on them for getting back in form. I'm really happy for Luke Jackson. Good on him, man. Yeah, he played a ripper, didn't he? He was very good. Yeah. Um, the, here's how the game looked. Watching it, you, you, you think like in when you're watching the game, they had two ruckmen and we were dominating them. Mm-hmm. Darcy goes down. I yep. don't know long how long he's down for now, yeah. but I think it might be a while. Yeah, potentially. And then they fire. Yeah. So all of a sudden they're faster or whatever yeah. and uh, kicked our ass. And boy, were all the Perthies happy. I'm sure they were, yeah. Oh, boy. And they, they deserve to be. They beat one of the better nah. teams on paper in the league. Nah, no, good league. on them. Today, there was the Tigers versus Yadapulti. Yeah. And uh, Tigers looked pretty intense for a while, but power just too good. Yeah. It was as simple as that. I'm yeah. sick of wet games. And, I'm, and there is yeah. only going to be more and more of them. Yeah, it's not a great product. It, it, the product is better dry, isn't this it? This is a controversial thing to say. If I had my way, yeah. put a roof on all of it. Including the G. Including the G. Just make it one of those ones you can take on, take off, like made out of silk. Yeah. <laughs> silk? <laughs> I don't know. Like a like a something. Just It just makes the game. The game is now, you can't punch someone in the face anymore. Correct. Which was actually like, 
one of the five pillars of the VFL. AFL. Yeah, it's like, yeah, we have a game where you can give people long-term brain damage. Yeah. We don't do that anymore. No. That's out of the game. I agree with that. I think that's good. Yes. The game is now about skill. Yeah. You look at Collingwood, the way they handball over their heads, get yeah. it around, beautiful kicks. Running game. Running game. That's what the game is now. Yeah. And when it's wet, it's just so hard to watch. Yes. Um, that's my, that's my thought watching today's game. I just wonder on a dry, you know, I know it's part of it. It's like cricket. If it's different weather de- decides what kind of game it is, yep. but I'm just, it's so hard to watch. Yep. I just pray, but also because, um, the world's ending Adelaide, every time there's a game in Adelaide recently, I feel like it's drenched. Like every time Melbourne, particularly whenever they played yep. there, it's usually a wet game. But yep. then also one of the days on gather round was pouring rain. It was raining today. Um, it's always raining in, yeah. in Adelaide. That's so weird because the the Adelaide game later was gorgeous. And then the same Sydney. Sydney's always wet. Yeah. Um, it's just frustrating. I'm over it. Tigers showed a bit. Power well handled win. Simple yeah. as that. Yeah. And uh, it was just one of those games with like 10 points in it and just very slowly trotted to the line. Yeah, was totally. Over. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. Real no, one, no one cared. The, the Tigers have phoned it in, have they? Hardwick tweeted at 10.05 in the morning or something like that, him with a beer. He was like, when the, when the Tiger's on. I know. I, I didn't like that, to be honest, but that's okay. Well, um, what does he care? I think, yeah, exactly. Th- Mr. Free, like, right? Mr. Three Flags. Exactly. I think um, just in this game particularly, it's worth drawing attention to Taranto's game, though. Because he had four goals and thirty-three disposals and seven tackles. Yeah, he's good at football. That's a proper. That's a proper game for the ages. It's a shame it was swallowed in mediocrity. So where should he have gone if he was going to leave the Giants now? In retrospect, I think Tigers is still the right call, right? Why? Because like when Tom Lynch went to Tigers, it wasn't for a premiership, right? It was for absolutely a was. big Melbourne club. That no, it was absolutely for a premiership. But they hadn't won one yet, right? No, but they would. No, they had won one. Oh, they had won one. I'm pretty sure. So Rewalt won one and then... They brought him in, I think. And then he won the second and the third. Yeah, I believe so. Right, okay. Was it the same year as May? Yeah, they both were captains of the Gold Coast Club and left the same year. Are you okay? <laughs> you crying? Really sad about it. Really sad about <laughs> you lost two, your breath. Our two captains leaving. No, I, I'm... All right, so I still... I, I, I was wrong about that, but I still agree with what I was trying to say, which is that... No, you still go right. to the big, powerful Melbourne club, not just because oh, they're totally. in premiership contention, but no. because they can build around you. You're absolutely right yeah. in that respect, totally. Um, but he's probably got five, six years of rebuild now. We, yeah, which is brutal. They'll take him up to 32. Just saying, He's in, not as yeah, young as we no, think. You know? In retrospect, where should he have gone? Right, so yeah, retrospect, go to Adelaide. Mm. They win the premiership with Toronto in that team this year. Yeah. Like, like that would just be outstanding. Like, yeah. someone probably suffers, but maybe Rochelle plays fully half forward, you know? Power. You know, power, yeah, 100%. Brisbane. Yeah, so if he went to power, you'd play Butters forward or Rosie a bit more forward, you know? Like, he was, was he considering Collingwood or was it always Richmond? I don't know. He was definitely talking about Port for a while. That was definitely around. Everyone says Toronto, Hopper, Toronto, Hopper. Toronto is much better than Hopper. Yeah, he's a couple, just just a couple of years older and much better. Wow. But yeah, Toronto gets knocked for his like disposal efficiency and stuff, which yeah, I yeah. don't know. Do we have to talk about Collingwood North? Does it, it warrant was, discussing? It went exactly how you would think it would, except North got a few back. Yeah. Do you think that they? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> do you think that Collingwood put away the uh, the old drivers and just went yeah? You know. Yeah, and I I'm worried that we're still side bottom went down the, the first. That is the story. Game. And I, I'm worried that. I'm worried for them that that might hurt them more than anyone has realised. That is the story. Yeah. Side bottom. MCL, maybe four weeks. Oh, that's not too bad. I don't know. I don't know what an M... I, that, I'm just going off. I, I thought MCL was what Took's done. Like ACL is used. Uh, uh, maybe. ACL's well, a really bad one. I MCL Gorn, is better. I thought Gorn did an MCL. Yes, yes. And that you was might four right. yeah, yeah. weeks. Yeah. But um, which Gorn... Gorn's still getting back from at the moment. Like, still was fine. He got cheered off. Like, yeah. he, he was okay. So that's the good sign, right? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think they'll be absolutely fine. Zerha had one ripper goal. That's worth, that's probably the only highlight of the game for me. It's like they're playing on easy. Or yeah, be- Dacos or kicked four or something. Like, he just wandered into the goal four times and kicked four goals. They're playing like, on easy. Joke. Like, handball's easy. You know, like, yeah. you've got, like, disposal efficiency at 98% or something. Cox is the cockiest oh, totally. dog in the league. And he took one ripper mark, one arm, sort of. He loves that. Walked back, didn't even check. The I love it. Just slotted it, loved it. He's so cocky for a guy that in college 
they used him to stand in front of the women basketball team so they could practice like dribbling around tall people. <laughs> he couldn't even get on the court. He played in the same team as Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart for the Boston Celtics. Love that. He once played on Joel Embiid. Yeah. Joel yeah. Embiid. Destroyed him. Murdered him. Um, and now he's just come to a magical place on the other side of the world. And he's having the best time. And has a podcast. Yeah. I bet they've got sponsorship. Yeah. Uh, congratulations, Collingwood. And then, have, is it fair to say that I've been on Adelaide for a while? Yeah. Is it fair to say you've been on Adelaide I've for a while? I've been pretty strong on The three Adelaide. R's. The triple R's. Although it was more the triple S today. Tell me about the triple S. I don't know who it is. I don't have any idea who they are, but Saligo. You know who I'm talking about? No. Saligo is bloody good, mate. Saligo? Jake Saligo. That was my standout performer today. Saligo? Yeah, do you know who I'm talking about? No, I can't even find him on the... Jay Saligo. Jay, how do you spell it? Jake, J-A-K-E. Okay. S-O-L-I-G-O. Saligo. Saligo? Awesome. Like just who is proper he? awesome. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I don't know anything about him. But like Adelaide have got that team right, where they do have these people that I never bloody heard of just pop up and yeah. awesome. This was a ripper game, bro. Yeah, it was very close, and it was not. It was a ripper game because it had. It was wet, by the way. Well, it looked beautiful. That's what I was surprised <laughs> about. It looked sunny and gorgeous, but um, <laughs> like. Ripper goals, plentiful ripper goals. Yeah, that's sick. Like five or six goals of the round. I think the Crows are my favourite team to watch, apart from the Suns maybe now off that game. I love the Crows. I love Rankin there. I love Rochelle. I love uh, love them all. But then you had, on the other end, Cameron and Danaher doing their thing as well. Charlie Cameron. Oh, I love Charlie Cameron. And it was so interesting because Brisbane was so bad. I could be a bit off about this, but I'm pretty sure at halftime, their midfielders were like... Down Like Neil had only had like 10 yeah, disposals Yeah 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 Like McCluggage had had like 4 Ashcroft had only had like 6 Yeah And then they came out in the 3rd And really made a game of it And really came back But wow. it just wasn't enough in the end It was awesome That was a game of the round for me So what happened to Brizzy? Why did they let me down? I went out I went to back for them last week I said they were almost flag favourites So what I think Broden Why did they do that to me? I think And this is what I thought about I think about round, About 3 quarters Right? Mm-hmm I thought, what does this mean? What does this say? And I think it says that both teams are much better at home. Yes. And both teams are much worse away from home. Yeah. Well, that's not good for Brisbane because the grand finals played away from home. Exactly. And that's always going to be a contentious point, isn't it? Have they played the MCG this year? A great question. I'm not sure. But if Brisbane played anywhere near how they played for the third and fourth, then they win this uh, easily. What do, you, what do you say that again? Say that in say yeah. that for, again for my brain. Yeah. If Brisbane play anywhere near as good as how they played in the third and fourth quarter. Oh, you're just saying they had a slow start. Uh, you, that was to my eye. Right. And I think the worm would show you that as well, Braden. I know you're a big fan of the worm. I am. I. 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 I don't think you can find the worm post um, game. Yeah, you can. So you go summary, go down oh, the okay. timeline. I'm so stupid. No, no, no. You're not stupid. So yeah, I think coming into Halftime, Adelaide might have been up by almost 25. I put to you they haven't played the MCG yet. The Brisbane haven't. Mm. That's a real... That's a real... I, that's why we need to turn our attention to when the Brisbane Lions first play at the Melbourne Cricket Ground. Do you know why, Tom? Why is that? Because the grand final is played there. Yep. And so, hey... Oh, Tom. Mm. 145 next Saturday, <laughs> taking on Hawthorne. Oh, right. That is a fascinating game, Broden. That'll play Brisbane back into form and put Hawthorne back in their place, but maybe not. Mm-hmm. And then they only play at the MCG again in July against the Demons, the the who are rebuilding now, <laughs> who are going for picks. Petrarca is up for a trade. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then they don't play there again until the finals if they, you know, happen to play there. So, question marks, everybody. What I say about Melbourne but genuinely mean about Brisbane is this is the time to figure it out. So, yeah, no, true. It, they're in a, they've got enough wins on the board that they can sort of work it out. Almost my favourite round of footy this year. I'm so... I've, I love that round. Yeah, I, I thought it was so it. good. Hit that sting. I got, a, I got something to show you, Tom. All right, let's hear it. 
Tom, last week we talked about chips yeah. at some point. I have prepared a ranking of all the chips available yep. in Melbourne. I've ranked them from 11 to 1. 11 to 1. All right. You want me to comment on it or just... Are you, it? you give me opinions, yeah. but just know that your opinion is wrong because this is, the, this is the actual order. I have a few rules that we need to set up before you start because I no. know what you like and you change rules the, halfway through. No, the rules have been set here. You can't set... I've okay, set- so then it's simply a question. Are these chips accompanied by any sort of dip? No dips, right? No and dips. That changes everything. No dips. Salt included. Salt is part of the chip. Okay. How they choose to present the salt is part of it. And this is the main one, right? And this is the one that divides the wheat from the chaff. Yeah. All right? Ranking chips on their worst moments. Okay. Not their best. Yeah. How low can this chip go? Yeah. And that's where we're grading them at. Okay. Do you understand what I'm saying there? Yeah. So we're, you're valuing consistency over quality. Correct. How, if their lowest is dog shit, guess where you're sitting? Well, you're sitting 11. in the dog shit. <laughs> yeah. All right. Number 11. Yeah. This, you need like 10. Who wants to be a millionaire? Sure. I can do that. Number 11. Yeah. This is also, it's fast food chips or any major places that you can get hot chips. Yeah. Like, I feel like chippies, let's wander down to here, get some. You know, you know. It's like a, it's an instant, you know, it's either big, you know, you know what I mean. So we're not talking McCain's. No, no home. We're not included. talking home stuff here, guys. All right. Number 11. Yeah. Hot chips at the football. Oh, yeah. As a rule. Yeah. I'm, I'm damn with that. Cold, no love. Hmm. Nothing. You By the time you get to your seat, they're frozen. Yeah. There's no, you've got to salt them. You've got to open a little sachet yeah. and then put them in and shake the bag. You've got to drown them in vinegar just yeah. to feel something. Nightmare. Nightmare. Yeah. 11. Yeah. Agree with that? Yeah, I'm down with that. Number 10. Yeah. This is also... Chips that are available in the Melbourne metropolitan area. <laughs> yeah, great. Carl's Jr. chips. No comment. I don't, can't remember having them in Australia. They're, they have waffle fries available. They have oh, onion right. rings available. They have lots of it. But their basic normal chip. No good. I believe that their normal chip is based on the fact that you can get waffle or onion. Right. Because so they there just is don't put any chips in. awful. Yeah. I've only had them in New Zealand and America, I think. Particularly if you use a delivery service as well. Oh yeah, frozen cool. to the core. Yeah. Number nine. Yeah. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna hate me after this. Sure. Number nine is Nando's. Oh, I quite like Nando's chips. I don't think they're very good. Peri peri salt on them. <laughs> salt peri peri. I don't like peri peri salt. I like getting the little sachets of the sauce. I think they're a bit boring. This. Their chips. Well, yeah, I've only oh, actually eaten them. With it's hot more sauce. just. It's more just like yeah. Well, yeah, I, I would agree that I've never eaten a Nando's chip without hot sauce on it. Or expressing thought about the chip. You yeah, know? no, they're I'm chicken. Sort of chicken, different I'm sort story. Of with you. I think the Nando's has a lot of problems, which we can get into another day. Well, the, the only problem they have is they're overpriced. Everything about them else is perfect. Okay, fair enough. Number eight, yeah. McDonald's. Yeah, see, I would put McDonald's number one if I was allowed a little tub of McChicken sauce with it. Incorrect. Really. That is a delicacy to me. Well, then you should. We can rate sauces available if you like. No, just say if you open it up to chip plus one specific condiment, then I would have to have Mac as number one. Otherwise, I couldn't give a, a stuff about them. Would never even bother getting them. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to add a very quick. I, I, I forgot to. Uh, uh, so after, this afternoon, someone mentioned to me another chip that I yeah. should mention, but I don't really go there. Yeah, sure. It was Schnitz. So I, oh, Uber, yeah. I Uber Eats some Schnitz chips. Yes. They're not good. To try. I thought they were very good. Really? So I, would I put, think, man, you were just playing ground chips. Hey, hey. Careful. They're right? very like skinny and potato-y. And they're delicious. Nah, they're a bit like sticky. They're like planks. Gluey. They're planks. They're planks. Gluey. They're planks. Gluey? Gluey. No, not gluey. Yeah. <laughs> not gluey. Yeah. Uh, so I haven't met... I, I would put Schnitz somewhere in the middle here. I sure. just want to mention okay. that. Right, that's fine. Number seven. Yeah. Fish and chip chips. Uh, uh, at its worst, okay. This, I, is, this is right in the middle. I've got oh, bad fish and chips in my head, but I would argue that, that if you were doing it the opposite, at their best, then they would be number one. Wow. Well, I think just a normal fish and chip chip, usually they're all fine. A fish and chip chip. You've got to have a few that are that, a few crispy ones in there, a few soft ones. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, but they all make you feel awful, so they, they dropped yeah. a few for yeah, me. Yeah, I hear that. Number six. Yeah. Salsas chips. Oh, I love very high. I love that. Salt food court it. Mexican chain. You yeah. can't, they don't have, you know, they're not around the place. Salsas, they have a bit of a Mexican yeah, salsa. Yeah, I really like that. I really like that salsa. Are they a crinkle tangy. cut? A crinkle, yeah, crinkle cut. Crinkle tang. 
Crinkle tang. Yeah. So a bit too fancy for me. Like if you need to go out and do fancy shit, then you're covering sure. for something. Yeah, I'm I'm down with that. You know. I so I, they're they're number six for me. That's still pretty high. Yeah. Yeah. Number five. Yeah. Funnily enough, I didn't even five guys. Oh yeah. yeah. So five guys. If you've been to a five guys, only yeah. a few, and they're a real like broy dork thing to go and do. Yeah. And they're overpriced, but so good. Delicious. They're burgers, but they're yeah. chips they make on site. They've yeah. got the potatoes. Too there. real for me. Too real? Yeah, they're all skinny. That's why I'm saying they're strong. Nah, all too skinny for me. They're fresh and crispy and awesome. They're I what a fries. They're yeah, what I'm fries at McDonald's in 1958 would have tasted. Yes, like. correct. And I'm just not a big fan. You're not you're a fan of fresh, delicious, crispy, perfect. No, because like they have like dirt on the skin. And do you know what else they real? do? They put the burger in there. They fill the container for the chips, and then they just chuck another scoop in there. That's part of their thing. Is and they cook it in peanut oil. That's a big part of it. You know how you can get like peanuts in America? Yeah. Because they only cook it in like 100% peanut oil. That's good, isn't That's it? A, yeah, I'm, just, I'm giving you a compliment. And you it's know the so other good. thing, Brendan, is the whole thing with Five Guys is you can choose whatever you want in the burger. Yeah, no, that's uh, Five Guys, now that the, the hype sort of dropped off, there was lines down the street for oh, Five God. Guys now. Now you can just go to a Five Guys. I recommend it wholeheartedly. I've never lined up for Five Guys in my life. You go to Five Guys in New York, there's like two people there. Yeah, it's the best. <laughs> but also still doing fountain drinks, which... Stop cutting fountain drinks. Subway, you dropped yeah, in yeah, market yeah, value yeah, yeah. by about 40% when you got rid of fountain drinks. And it's like $6 for a 600ml yeah. Coke. Like, come on, guys. Give me the fountain drink, please. Yeah, I agree with I you. I love a fountain drink. Couldn't agree okay, more. Okay, now you, I'm expecting Tom to jump across the table now sure. and grab me by the throat and choke me. Because you got KFC next. Number four, KFC chips. Yeah. I had a number one, but that's okay. But We're I'm saying, people. Tom, at their worst. Yeah. They have such... The, the dichotomy, the... The sporadic nature of the KFC chip between its best and its worst is the shame of KFC. Yeah. Could be, I think, a grand final contender. At their best, they're Collingwood. At their worst, they're North Melbourne. Yeah, I, I just think I disagree. I think that I think I might be addicted to the salt upon the chip. <laughs> but have you ever been really to a delicious. KFC and you've got the ones that have been in the Bay Marie for Totally, for, for totally. No, I, I know what you're describing. And I can understand that it's... It's Paul. the shame of the country. It's still got delicious salt on it. Yeah, it is. It is up there with the best salts. Yeah. Number three. Yeah. Red Rooster chips. Yeah. That's a. I forget about. Wouldn't take note of them for me either. I think everything in your top three is going to be set and forget for me. To be honest. <laughs> don't disrespect my top three. I'm not disrespecting. I'm just saying. I don't know what I know that Uncle Jack's is up there, but. I don't know what else is out there. But yeah, I've never paid attention or noticed anything particular about a Red Rooster chip. Well, I'm telling you, it's the third best chip in the country yeah, available. Yeah, well, you know, we'll have to, someone will have to reach all 11 of them next time and we'll... <laughs> we'll Can you imagine judge. anything worse? Yeah. Because all of these, when they're cold, are disgusting. Yeah, they're all no good. Number two. Yeah. Charcoal chicken shop chips. <sighs> See, Ren, <laughs> you can't put that in second and have fish and chip shop so low because they're different both of them are at their best the best like you can't go you can't compare to them the worst chick they're just dog nope. shit from so many places <laughs> no. mate they're so they're so bad from so many no. places like they're the sort of places that cook them in the oil at 10am why can't you bring this energy when we're talking football you just agree with I me do. about everything no, why I can't don't. you why can't you say no bro and max king is better than ben king etc <laughs> no so like they cook the they will cook the chips at 10am dump them in the bamery and then at two o'clock when you come to get a quarter of chicken and chips they just scoop out the Rock hard, <laughs> awful chips. Like no, I have had so many poor chicken and chip shop chip uh, experiences. <laughs> I have. So I would put them next to fish and chip shop. No, as I think- yes, I agree they are very bad at times, Ugh. but generally they're. Awesome and excellent. This is my journey and my opinion. Yeah, I'm just... And All you right? asked for me to comment on I'm going to write a column for next week on this. You can bring me your order next week. No, I'm going to write a column. All right. A takedown piece. You want to start doing like a blog yeah. where we have articles about sport and <laughs> chips. Uh, well, Nike. If Nike give us money, we'll do it. Yeah. Number one. Yeah. No surprise. Hungry Jacks. Hungry Jacks uh, five years ago would have been 11. Yeah. It's a story. They, it's a story of greatness, Tom. What did they used to do? Like they had. A, they were trying to replicate the McDonald's. Mac, Mac, Mac chip. A, <laughs> what did you say? Mac Mac 
Macadon chip. They were trying to do McDonald's yeah. and it was like, give, it'd be like going to McDonald's and say, hey, can you put the shit ones you've got in there in the fridge for an hour and then give me <laughs> yeah, them? Yeah, totally. Um, just shameful. And they've. it is a story... It's the Bulldogs of 2016. Yeah, they've risen to the greatest. The great. They've won. They are the greatest chip. Yeah, salt, crisp, yum. Oh, better than the like. Uh, it, it puts Hungry Jacks up there with the best like um, takeaway you can get in Australia. Their burgers, mm. if you get the right one, don't yeah, shake right your head at me. I just disagree with you. I'm letting you have your moment. But I just disagree. With if you. you get a Baconator, yeah, <laughs> with the, a large chips and a fountain, with whatever. The angry onions. If you want, it's the it is as good as it gets for that thing. What oh I, my god! What I would comment on is with the burgers at Hungry Jacks. Yeah, they have the greatest range of awesome to bad, depending on. Oh, because you're anti the chicken there, aren't you? I'm big anti the chicken there. No, because we were talking. Who were we talking to the other day? Who said it's the best thing they do? Someone, I know, but I would have told them they're an idiot. <laughs> yeah, because you no, because no, <laughs> no, it's no good. good. No, I think that uh, a bacon deluxe when it's cooked well and it's good. Is the best burger in Australia, but more often than not, it's been sitting there or it's balances oh, off I want and a it's bacon not nice. But bad. to be honest, Braden, when I think of Hungry Jack's chips, nothing comes to mind. <laughs> it doesn't even register. That's on my your scale. problem, not mine. It could don't be because your, I, don't put your shit on me. Perhaps I always get onion rings, but that's wrong too. I'll try a chip for you and I'll report oh, back. Oh, thank you. I, I I'm, just, I'm so sorry you have to eat one of the best chips in the it's world. It's so less than nothing to me. Like, it doesn't even register. I can't even recall the memory of these chips. That's how low they oh, are. Oh, this has divided me bad. All right, let's go to Malacca. All right, Malacca's. We got six of them. Six big Malacca's. Just, you're just wrong. You're just sitting in, not, you're sitting in 2005 and you need to look and wake up and say it's 2023. The, the kids own the world now, yeah. okay? And just take that into your chips. It's a world of TikTok now, not MySpace, <laughs> buddy. We got six here. Commentators, already discussed it. Yeah. Get out of here. They're going to get it for me. I don't care what the next five are. Carlton, big malakas. You guys are malakas, man. Get it together. Staging for free kicks. Cody Waitman. Get it out of the game, mate. It's oh, If the game, if we had lost the game because of that Cody Waitman stuff... Yeah. Oh, God, I hate it. There was a Jeremy Cameron as one when I saw there was a bit of a oof, none of that. Mm. It, it's bad. It, it's not a good look. We, we don't want to be like uh, soccer. Floppy LeBron. LeBron flops a bit, but that's like an NBA thing, right? I feel like you could open a whole can of worms with it the makes, NBA on It that. makes a very hard job even harder. Yeah, but I would say the majority of... NBA stars are professional floppers, and I would draw your attention to Chris Paul. Yeah. I would draw your attention to Embiid at times. Here, here's what I'll say to you: mm. If you flop and then you get a free kick, uh, that you get a free kick in the game, and in other words, you tricked an umpire. Yeah, find them. Yeah, no, I'm with you there. Find them. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Now, Broden, explain. They're supposed to, I think. Next one. Yeah, no, I think they should do. So explain to our listeners about how uh, Miami spectacularly failed to box out today and it cost them uh, the game. Oh, well. So what's a box oh. out, Broden? Boxing out is using your bottom yep. um, to essentially protect an area. So if you think a ball's going to fall in front, front of you, you use your big fat ass mm. and you use it to you, you assert your position and make sure that no one can get into the area um, and you get the rebound. Now, Boston in Boulder... Uh, the point, ball point five seconds and Marcus Smart took a three Missed And then both Jason Tatum and Derek White Were in perfect position To do a tip in Which Marcus White did And not one Miami player boxed him yeah, out And sent it to a game left. seven Surely there's not enough time to get it oh, that, that was the play though Was take a magic shot That was the play yeah, Tatum Both Derek the, White and Tatum were in Boston's position Boston's play was to get the rebound Yeah that's that was that's incredible. Like that's an interesting play because Marcus Spart didn't even look. He just no, he just threw it up there. And the but goal was get a rebound, which is incredible, and that worked. It and I don't know if it was like an overreaction, but it made me feel like the basics of basketball were not implemented on that play. No, totally, because they weren't expecting it. Was that's why it's a good play. If you're not doing anything at ten thirty on Tuesday morning. Mm. Do yourself a favour and watch Game 7 of the Eastern Conference. Even if you don't like basketball, it is 
Game sevens of NBA are as good as sports gets. Yeah. Highly recommended. When's Monaco? Is that soon? Yeah, I think Max will be going there now. Shout out to Max Miller, the director of Arnie Donna, who's been on this talking about F1. He's in Monaco for his honeymoon. Mm. Shout out to his wife, Katie, as well. Yeah. So <laughs> I told Max to send us a little voicemail review, which if he does that, we'll play it on, That'd be great. on, uh, on our next pod. Great. Uh, two more quick ones. Um, yeah, so Suns in Gather Round. We lost to Fremantle 100 to 90. We were up by... 25 at the end of Unfair, Tom. the third quarter. Unfair. We it's just gave like you up. with charcoal chips. We didn't bother. We didn't attack. We gave up. We couldn't care less, just like we did against Essendon in around round 20 last year. And we would legitimately be in round seven. We would be in seventh position if we didn't give up that game. Now, let me tell you something, Broden. Oh, Tom. Let me tell you something that will probably blow your mind. Yeah. In the entire time <laughs> that I've barracked for the Suns, yeah. I can't remember them being in the top eight. Yeah, I don't think they've been there very often. I don't think they have, full stop. I think they have at some points, but they haven't been there at the end of a year. No, I don't think, I just can't remember them ever being in the top eight, full stop. Maybe after like round three or yeah, something. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, like statistically, but like at this point of like no. halfway through the year, never. So they had an opportunity. Mate, let me just tell to you. To be something. number seven, mate. They're coming. They're coming. Mm. Let me tell you that. My, that's my final Malacca, right? On myself, right? I just wanted to put it out there. A lot of people have come up to me recently and said things like, "Where are the oh, uh, where's so, the milk? Why haven't you? Still- <laughs> yeah, where, where, where's the chips? No, they've said things like to me. So, oh, do you still think that Stuart Jew should get the sack? And I think it's because on this podcast, I've often said things like, if Ken Hinckley was available, yeah, then you know I would yeah. take that opportunity. But I think what's happened is I've become a Malacca because people think that I'm out on Stewie Jew. I love Stewie Jew. And he was so strong on Friday. Did you hear his comments on Friday? No. Someone asked him, are you the right person to coach this club? And he emphatically said, I am the right person to lead this club. I And he, it was an amazing quote. I'll find it for you and send it to you. But he periodically- Did he mention the charcoal chicken chips? <laughs> no, he didn't. And he very strongly said, I am the coach for this club. And I resonated with that a lot. And I felt like, I felt bad that I've been, you know- Saying other coaches should take his job and stuff, you know, because he's interesting. At least for now, he is the right. Oh no, guy. you are. I can't express this enough. You are a moment away from a legit team. Mm. You are a moment away from a gun football team. Yeah. Um. You just it, it's at that moment that the Tigers were at mm. when they almost sacked Hardwick. Mm. The moment that they were with Goodwin, there's yep. mo- which they should have. Done. No, uh, <laughs> no. Um. The they're just about to come through. Yeah. I promise you. No, Go I'm the Suns. You. Go the Suns. This is the Suns podcast. Yeah. All right. Uh, my Malacca is the first one. Commentators who end yeah. up, even if they're not doing it deliberately, subconsciously going for the team that they think is going to be get the best feedback. Yeah. Don't do it. It's disgusting. So annoying. Yeah. Tom. Yes. Uh, song or album of the week? Oh, I have a quick one. Um... So Australia, if nothing else, has what I would say is we have a lot of great young chips. <laughs> well, we do. We'd love our chippies here. We have a lot of great young pop artists. You going for Peach? No, no, not at all. Uh-huh. No, I don't really like her music. Savage at all. Garden. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I, I'm talking about your mole rats. You know, like yeah, your Peach PRCs. I think that's something we have really good, and we have a lot of great young pop artists. But gotcha. I think Mercy, Mercy. I don't know them. Is a fant- like for me, she's the one that's going to cut through. She's 19. She's amazing. She's just got, I loved her first EP. She's just got a new song out called Shovel. It's just a pretty perfect pop song on on, on the surface. But if you look at the lyrics, they're quite brutal and deep. And Mercy, I, I think mercy, great. mercy, as in thank you in French yes. and then mercy. And mercy. Merci, mercy. So if you're not on Mercy, mercy, check out that new song, Shovel. Big shout out. Sick. Mine's uh, much more populist and dorky. Yeah, I love that. The one that's been on rotation in my head, particularly at the yeah. gym at the moment, great gym song. Uh, very h- uh, hardcore pop. I've got to bring me the horizon. Yeah. Uh, their song Strangers from last year is a gun song. Strangers. I don't know if I know that one. It's good. You know what? I I, I was really into hardcore like 10 years ago, right? Yeah. When Parkway Drive and stuff. And I've had 10 years off them. Yeah. And I've come back and I've loved this pop stuff that they're yeah. doing. A Day to Remember is a great listen. Yeah. 
Yeah. Such fun pop 100%. breakdowns, you know? Um, Bring Me the Horizon, you know how they got their name? No. It's the dorkiest thing you'll ever hear. Yeah. It's a quote from Jack- Captain Jack Sparrow. Right, which is um, Parkway Drive did that song as well. Yeah. With those mutineers yeah. and buccaneers. Mm. Dorks. Yeah. Um, so that's our songs of the week. Yep. We had some lovely feedback last week on the Reddit uh, other songs. So get into that if you want to find some new music from yep. uh, people who like football and comedy. <laughs> Good week, good chat. Another yep. exciting announcement. We're going to try something new this week. Mm-hmm. Watch out. You were upset with doing two podcasts. Too yep. many. Well, we're going to do three. Have you guys heard of the Sports Entertainment Network? SEN? Because we want to we yeah. rival that. We're, gonna, we're trying to beat Waitley <laughs> and, uh, and all those shows. So tomorrow or today, yep. <laughs> we've got the recap. Wednesday, we're going to have an interview with a great mate, Dino, who is a diehard Perth fan. He also has a wonderful podcast. It's going to be a very good chat. I want to talk about Perth and get inside the psyche of Perth mm. and the football in Perth. And then on Friday, we will do tips and, and prep for the weekend, plus all the usual shit we've been doing on that game, mailbag, all that stuff. Maybe start think working on the new song. By the way, yes. we went viral. Did you see? No, I didn't 200 see. views on TikTok. Oh, that's pretty good. So, I'm going to uh, post the other videos as well. Oh, yeah, we've got to do that. Man, you should have seen the bullshit. Two mid-30s men trying to put up TikToks without any help. <laughs> that was a podcast in itself. Yeah, Us trying totally. to put TikToks up. Holy shit. Hey, everyone. Enjoy the week. We'll see you Wednesday. Bounce. Flat. Pills.